when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. If I ever have a kid... Or if if I ever get a dog that with like a corgi, or cor- I if I ever have a dog that is very ch- a human childlike, if I ever if I ever have a kid that's like looks like a dog, <laughs> if, I, if I ever if I ever have a dog that looks like a dog, or a kid that speaks as dogs do, if I ever have a talking dog, or a kid that barks. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you have a talking dog, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that's that's like today's show. They'd bring back Matt Lauer if you had a talking dog. Yeah, they They'd would. They'd bring back the OG Today Show crew. <laughs> get Katie Couric and Matt Lauer in there to interview your talking dog. But, you have a kid that barks. It's a nuisance. That's not fair. <laughs> that kid speaks dog. You think he's annoying, but he's probably very talented in the dog world. <laughs> but apparently, it, it, since humans are so hierarchical over everything else, a kid that's really good at being a dog, isn't that impressive? If I have a kid that chases his own tail. Kid with a tail. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a dog that poops in his diaper. But my, my cousin got a corgi, and the the corgi's name is Kevin. And I think Cousin's that, corgi Kevin. Yeah. But it's with a K, not a C. K... Oh no, that's cousin with a K, Corgi with a K, and Kevin with a K, K. is K K K. Kevin's a racist. <laughs> he doesn't even know it because he's a dog. Well, dogs are pretty proud. Your cousin's the best Corgi racist. Kevin is racist. And you should have known when they bought the dog, and the dog was wearing a white hood. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have a dog that really works well with human names, you could name him Mike, and then I don't know because I said, "Well, great, the mics are broken." And then this gives me a whole list of things microphones could be. Okay. And then that, would, but nobody ever asks, "What's your dog's full name?" Everybody, like, everybody always asks, "What's your dog's full name?" And not, "How's your dog doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. turns out you don't want to ask how Kevin's doing because he's mad. There's brown people around him because <laughs> he's a fucking racist. <laughs> so let's leave that question out of Kevin's. You know. I'll get Things a, to answer. I'll get to. a sign to put in front of my door that Don't. says "Beware, dog is racist." <laughs> dog likes white male men, not the other kind. <laughs> like, female men, white female men. <laughs> but so on the way here, after getting on to ninety from fifty-two, listeners around here know what those are. Those are numbers. Those, are, yeah, for, yeah, for, yeah. So in order to get places around here, we we go we take on numbers. numbers. Yeah. yeah. So in New York you take a subway, in Texas you take a horse. And some people in call Minnesota it, and Rochester we take some numbers. Some people call it, in like London you call it the metro or the tube. Yep. Yeah. We yep. take numbers here. That's one of the. If you want, if you want to go anywhere here, you you go on fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Which <Well, you> somehow <laughs> goes through every city in the state. Right. And I know what you're thinking. Yes, it is. Just it's a literal number. <laughs> I don't. You don't have to imagine it. Just come here and you'll see. <laughs> So you know semis take a while to accelerate? I, I yeah. apparently was behind the one semi that does not have the issue with shifting. Because he went from zero to like 75 in about four seconds. and I, Which I didn't think was possible. He's driving a, a Tesla semi. So he's, he's going very fast. Yeah. All of a sudden, my rear view mirror, there's a car noticeably going way faster than we are. And it's like, whoop. And the car flies by me. It's like, I got to know how fast this guy's going. So you're like, I'm going to match his yeah, speed. Yeah, I have to follow this guy. This is a sign. <laughs> 
So I go, I do the three second distance thing from driver's ed. Cause they say, they say not to speed and I let that one go. But I also do the, if I'm going to sure break one rule, I got to follow another. Correct. It's a little trade off. <laughs> I got to make sure I can see the bottom of his tires. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that. And if he hits something, I got to make sure if his tire explodes, I got to have enough time to like swerve, out of the swerve way. off the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to go into oncoming traffic. If he, if his tire explodes, I got to have enough time to react and crash into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So we go about 87, 88, and it's just perfectly synced up. You go 87, 88 on 90. Yeah. Okay. Which is almost, I don't think you get a ticket if you're going 90 on 90, because you can use that. Well, that's why like, they call it 90, is because yeah. you can go 90. Whereas you on, go the number on, the number Yeah, on 52, is. you go 52. On 14, you go 14. That's why nobody takes Nobody it. takes 14, yeah. even though it's the one place that goes through every fucking city in Minnesota. Yeah, but it's just a snail's pace. Everyone goes on 90. Citywide 90 14. On 90. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking signs. <laughs> It's like, I know what citywide is, all right? There's two semis in the right lane. So they're, they're taking up a two semis worth of space. That's normally what two semis do, yeah. The car in front of me, like, not, doesn't slam on its brakes, but goes from about 87 to 65. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, so it doesn't slam on his brakes, but heavily pushes down on his brakes. Yeah, so luckily, I have the three seconds worth of space to be able to do the same. There or two semis worth. Presumably, a disgusting old person in the left lane. That it's blowing his Barely nose. passing the semi, like... Inc- just inching forward, which I think okay. is illegal. Isn't blocking left lane traffic technically illegal? If there's, you can't go the same speed as cars in the right lane if you're preventing the flow of traffic in the left, especially on an interstate. I, I do think there's a legal issue with that. Yeah, but there's otherwise also, people would be cocksuckers and do that purposefully. There's also the argument of the one, the person in the right lane is driving five miles an hour over the speed limit. So in the left lane, you shouldn't be driving 10 over. No, you have to bite the bullet, pass that fucker, and then go Although, to a legal limit. in some states, you know, it's kind of whatever. But in Minnesota, and everyone completely ignores this, and when they passed this law years ago, everyone was like, bah, that's really dumb, and bah, or, thank you, or... <laughs> <laughs> you probably thank People you. People were split. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone just ignores the fact that it ever was passed. But in Minnesota, the left lane, you legally can't drive in. It is considered the passing lane. Yeah. So you, if you're in the left lane, you need to be passing the person in the right lane, and then you shift over which the I, right lane as soon as you pass them. Which I guess they weren't breaking that law because they technically were if passing you're, If you're person. going even slightly the, faster than you're passing. There was no sense of urgency. So then I have to I have to go between the semi that I just passed and to get the fucking Yoda exit. So I get on 14. Of course, going slow after I get on 14. 14 you to go to number. 14 and 14. Flying up the almost like merged in front of me, which yeah. would have been okay because he would have had to go 14, so it wouldn't have been a crash because he has to go really slow. Right, and I'm going really slow. I, I kid you not, it, it has to be the stunt double for Ron Perlman. You know, that fucking giant, he looks like a Neanderthal. <laughs> this is like he has, his head is like about two feet of his height. Yeah, guy driving the truck looks exactly like that. So, I'm saying this is the second celebrity ever, other than um, Luke Bryan because he was here last year. And nobody, people forgot to kill him. So he comes back, he sees the assassin, and then it cancels. So that's the second celebrity. Third celebrity, Ron Perlman's stunt double. So I'm thinking this is going to be on the news. <laughs> if Shia LaBeouf, getting Shia LaBeoufed around, made it to the he Yoda is market. Shia LaBeouf. And that's like the second biggest thing ever to happen in Yoda. The right. other one being 9-11. Right, of course. I, think I don't Ron, think we've mentioned that Yoda's 9-11. There used to be two green bins that were... 
about 3,000 feet tall. Now right. Now there's only one. Yeah, because of... To the two planes that hit one grain bin. Right. people are a little... All the fertilizer seeps into the water supply here mm-hmm. that they spray, and the pilot wasn't very smart, and he thought that's how actual 9-11 happened. But... <laughs> they forgot to hit the second grain bin. Yeah, and it so did, it did happen works. in September of 2011, so they just call it 9-11. This one kind of works, though, as a memorial where you don't have to build, like, the freedom grain bin. Right. Because the, the other tower's just fine. Yeah, they're like, the they're like actually, okay. it turns out the amount of grain that was split between the two bins just fits in the one yeah, bin. Yeah, this, this one's just, they would just oversized already. Yeah. There was no need for two. So yeah, we, they, cut, they really overestimated how big this city was going to be. Yeah. We <laughs> thought there was going to be multiple railroads. We going thought there through. was going to be multiple thousand people. <laughs> <laughs> we thought Yoda would at least be a 3,000 person town. Turns out it's not. Turns <laughs> out so we wouldn't need that much grain. So, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm internet famous. Uh, are you? <laughs> for, for the first person to spot Ron Perlman's stunt double. <laughs> are you kidding me? He almost hit me. He probably knew I was going to report him to the news. It's like, I can't let anybody know that I'm here. I've n- I've never seen a car go that forward into oncoming traffic off of an on-ramp and then stop. <laughs> like, he did the right thing. Of like, And then he starts looking. Like, half of your truck's in the, the lane. What are we doing? So I've seen two terrible drivers in the span of getting onto 90 from here. There is this... There's also a car outside with his hazards on parked in my spot on the road. Not, it's hardly your spot. No, it's my spot. Okay. I, I park so the passenger door is directly aligned with the little stone path that leads up to the sidewalk for okay. your apartment. Just in case the passenger needs to get in. In case I want to exit through the passenger door, I can take the... <laughs> The stone bath. Sounds like an airplane. Please exit through the passenger door. Yeah, every time I open up the passenger <laughs> no, door. No, I want to go out the pilot's out. door. <laughs> I want his own personal door. If I was a pilot, I'd make sure the co-pilot takes the, the slide down. You can walk. If they do a really bad job. Even though job. that costs like thousands of dollars to deploy. Which it definitely shouldn't. <laughs> you just have a hard plastic it's a big, slide. It's a big fun slide. <laughs> you have one of those ones that get way too hot in the summer. The metal summer. ones. Yeah. <laughs> in the ocean okay everybody in order to survive we have to take the burning hot metal slide into the water and people are like Mm-mm. <laughs> it's it's you not even back to being an infant instead of like pulling a cord and then the inflatable slide like plops it's down the water out. it's it's the it's the uh, aisle it's like the floor of the aisle is detached oh, it, it it drops like the the right aisle like lowers down <laughs> Which, that'd be bad if you you were one of those people that take up, like, four seats as one person. Yeah. And the right party is, you know, in that section. Okay, sir, you're gonna have to go down the slide last. <laughs> you're just gonna have to cannonball. He actually... Why doesn't be- that everyone, what everyone does? Why do they have to slide? Why can't they just jump out of the... You're, the plane is literally in the water. Yeah, floating. Just jump. <laughs> it can't be that high. Yeah, but the ocean's scary. There's water in the ocean. People <laughs> fucking hate that. Yeah, but you're going in the ocean anyway. Can you? Yeah. Can they detach? Why don't they just make float? What the the goose? This is the second episode where we mentioned the spruce goose <laughs> from like a million years ago. Yeah, from like eight months ago. This episode is filmed like two years ago. I don't know. <laughs> Time is relative. Yeah, everything's happening now. Can they detach the inflatable slide and so that's just one really big inflatable boat when they're done using it? 
you'd think for being a fucking $15,000 inflatable <laughs> slide, it would also have some other functionality to it, but probably not. Dang. So the slide... Cause... And then you just paddle around on the slide. Yeah, you'd think. Like, obviously, it's not going to be able to hold everyone on the plane. Yeah, it's but how it, Titanic it, it should is. be something. Isn't that like the ending scene of Titanic? Where what they the... detach the inflatable slide. Didn't and... the plane hit an iceberg? No, the plane hit the boat. <laughs> they were trying to oh, do- they were yeah. trying to dodge the plane, and then they weren't looking, and they went yeah, right into an iceberg. The, the Lindbergh baby was flying a plane. So, oh no, okay, you're confused. The plane flew into the boat, and the boat hit the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> is he sank. okay? The Lindbergh baby, no. <laughs> Or the Titanic or did, the plane. Did the Lindbergh baby somehow survive that and was able to be kidnapped afterwards? No. No. no this happened, there's a second Lindbergh this, baby? Yes, this is a second Lindbergh Nobody baby. Nobody talks about the second Lindbergh baby. <laughs> and, but that's the reason everyone remembers the Titanic, because it was just straight up, it was, it was a tragedy in a lot of different ways. It literally was unsinkable, and then the, the caveat was, unless you hit it with a plane. <laughs> Yeah, that in the footnotes of the- <laughs> Yeah. Everyone's like, well, that's, that's fucked. Why even mention this? That's stupid. <laughs> Don't tell people that that's how you and sink like, we've the got, Titanic. We've gone through the effort to make the boat unsinkable. Even if you hit the boat with a plane, it would be fine. The only thing, <laughs> literal, the literal only thing that could sink this boat, it's very specific. We don't know how to fix it, but it's so- <laughs> But it's so specific (laughs) that it would never, ever happen. And it's if you were to hit the boat with a plane while simultaneously having it be touched by someone from the Lindbergh family, (laughs) that would cause it to crash. Especially the baby. (laughs) The younger they are, the easier it would be for them to crash the boat. There's some weird familial power that they have that allowed Charles Lindbergh to fly across the Atlantic. That also the babies, since they don't know like space and time or really what planes are. All right. that power stored up in just strength. Yeah, exactly. They, it hasn't been released it. out into the universe. Much and- like Jack-Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine the Lindbergh baby. <laughs> he's probably fine. You say he's okay. I don't know where he went. I bet he floats. Yeah, maybe they just haven't spotted him. He's living his life out in the Atlantic. He can probably figure out where the fucking Titan is. Oh, and then maybe they will be able to survive. Why don't they just take like a beach ball down? <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> wait, I'm a genius. <laughs> this is the smartest fucking thing I've ever said. If you get two Pakistani people and three Scotsmen. Mm-hmm. Into a bar. Into into a beach ball. Okay. And then you you do a a clear plastic. Instead of doing the cool color theme of beach balls. Yep. Part of it is like see-through. So you can look at the I've definitely been able to see like a see-through beach ball before. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, beam me down, uh, Stockton. Beam me down, Stockton. He, I I, I don't know how you would get down, but you would. You got to push really hard. You. Whilst in the beach ball, you quickly deflate it so it. So you do that, you know what I mean? It, it pushes itself down to the bottom of the ocean. For about half a second, you're able to look at the Titanic. Because then it does the beach ball thing of fucking. Woof, and then it shoots back up. I'm. Okay, this might sound a little bit weird to you, but I'm a thousand percent sure that this idea has been mentioned in some capacity on this podcast We've talked about beach balls before, but never this. This is how we save them. It's too late to send them down with it, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. 
If we find him, we need to. We the, just need to start need, sending down hundreds of beach balls, and we, maybe they can grab one. We need the rescue people to get a beach ball. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! This also works too. I have full of great ideas. Put like fifty fucking beach balls in that. Thing. It's gonna be annoying because you're not gonna be able to really do anything. It, yeah. They're gonna pretty much block the, the window. The descent is gonna be really slow. Too. Yeah, it's it's gonna suck. But say what whatever happened happens. Hey guys, I forgot to. These windows aren't manual. These these windows aren't automatic. They're manual, and I add, the window has a little crack in it. So there's now just water in the submersible. All you do is fucking roundhouse kick out the window, and then quickly grab a beach ball, and then it would take you back up. But then you'd get the thing where you, your head turns into a beach ball, or whatever the fuck happens, or whatever that's called. Where scuba divers have that. The bends. Which I don't understand how that And it works. does depends on what you're doing and how fast you're going up. Is that why it's called Mercedes Benz? Yeah, because if you drive it too fast, your heart explodes. <laughs> An air bubble will be introduced into your bloodstream. I've, I've, heard, I've, I've heard that happen before. <laughs> so what happens if you tie an anchor to a beach ball? I'm assuming it just sinks, oh, right? Oh, they have to compete. But it, it's, it's not a big enough beach ball. But if it's a big enough anchor... The this point is, is what, the point is, we want the beach ball to sink. I think these are the things Isaac Newton would have thought of if he ever had a pussy. <laughs> but since he never fucked anybody, he's like, "This apple's fucking fun to throw up and down." <laughs> like, you got, you got to. It's like Newton. You're tree. not at your full capacity. You've been defecating under this tree forever. To <laughs> see, stop. I think you figured out gravity. We have gravity pretty well worked out now. You can. It's been twenty years, Newton. There's a we knew about gravity a hundred years before you said that. Yeah, the Greek, the, the Greeks really ruined it. <laughs> it's hard to take anybody seriously that has sex with boys. Everybody's like, Greeks are great people. And like, mm, really? There's such a big red flag. Maybe wait until you can have sex with men, Greeks. Then you'd be okay Just in wait my until book. Yeah, they can consent a little more. <laughs> it's still weird. Or all, there's it's not still, really a, a spectrum of consent, right? Yeah. It's either yes or they're not allowed could to. Could you not, could you not unconsensually have sex with with children and then you can talk about how cool your society is let's just hide this from history if the vatican's able to do it well i guess they're not able to hide it but they're able to do school it. school teachers are yeah no more like school teachers mm, i don't think i think we need less real heroes yeah what you more think real euros <laughs> teachers would get a lot more credit if they were the real euros yeah and they would really tank england's economy you know what's shocking to me? What's up? That people move here. <laughs> Tinder is a good example of, just moved here, sh- show me things to do. You have no idea, you're now in hell. You've definitely moved here because of the Mayo Clinic. There is nothing to do. This is it. The Mayo Clinic is what you do. This is as good as, you get sick and die, or you help people that are sick Go and die. Go work at the Mayo Clinic, I yeah, guess. That, that's all there is to it. That's that's everyone's hobby There's also Rochester. a collapsing Cambria install shop, if you'd like to go there. <laughs> But other than that, Rochester, Minnesota, luckily the saving grace for the people that have moved here are the people that are like, just here for a couple of months. You're like, thank God you made it out. Yeah. You have a plan. You have an exit plan. Everybody born here needs an exit plan. (laughs) I just, it's, it's bad. It's shocking how many people that live here have that feeling. It's not like a small town because usually people have that of a small town of like, if you don't. Yeah. There's nothing for me here. I need to move to the bigger world. Yeah, and then you get to the bigger world, and it's just a clinic. You're like, oh, this is it. Mama, I'm writing to you three days after I left for the bigger world. I gotta come back. <laughs> this is what the bigger world is. It's just one big hospital. 
I also have only responded to my boss in thumbs up emojis every time he texts me. Very cool. I refuse to build any rapport with him. Why? Because it's every text is need to start early again tomorrow. Thumbs up. Need to be downtown by six a.m. tomorrow. Thumbs up. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Anyway, my point was the beach balls. The beach balls or the carrot. The I think beach- that's it. Wait, 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 wait. It doesn't have to be a ball. Okay. I think you could do individual, but then you'd you'd get less. You wouldn't have the expertise of people that have explored. Which, the the guy on there that's done it like seven times or whatever, there's somebody in there that like, that's his thing. Which you'd think is done of the title of Explorer. You think that's pretty (laughs) much just not. After the first satellite went up. Yeah. After Google Maps and Google Earth and such, <laughs> after Google has taken over the world, you think they would just claim after that title? Microsoft's flight simulator. Yeah. After Elon's shot the human race into the sun or wherever he wants to go, <laughs> you think the Explorer would just stop. But this guy's like, no, I'm really good at going to see the Titanic. Apparently not. One. <laughs> one, apparently not. That's his and two, title. Two, you just look out a window. How do you, how, where's the skill gap? You can just pull up the Wikipedia page. Print Anyone it off. could do that. Everybody, yeah. I... Put me in a submersible next time. Pay, it's gonna be way funnier. Do you think that the prices of the next submersible are gonna go down? <laughs> There's no way you get around it, right? There's no way. Are they gonna go up? They're like once in a lifetime experience. I don't think end I... of a lifetime experience. I don't think Ocean. <laughs> I don't think Ocean Gate ever does anything Happened. anymore happened <laughs> that that could also be true because nobody knows these people exist right there was a good i don't know who it was there was some british actor guy. that was uh gal it was a guy gay and it was uh <laughs> it's gay he was somebody was just filming him like without his consent or whatever like a thing that actors go to and stuff mm-hmm and for some reason, he suddenly just snapped of, like, question what's on TV, blah, blah, blah. And then the, one of the things he said is, ask why you're being shown what you're being shown. He said, you should just turn off your TV and never watch it. And that, how, how does that, how does that not affect every human that sees the whole Ocean Gate thing? Because the whole world is focused on that for... Yeah. And it's like, I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, like, who cares? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have cared about these people before. And I definitely wouldn't care about them after. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I just think they disappeared. I, I do think this is when celebrities want to disappear. They have to do this. It's much like the plot to Under the Silver Lake, which oh. is a good movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like the plot to Under the Sea, the song from The Little Mermaid. With the crab? Yeah. It's the plot to his song. It could be. <laughs> Remember when Ocean disappeared? disappeared. (laughs) That's probably the worst part. Ocean Gate's gone. (laughs) They don't tell you that in the tours. They have that playing over the speakers. (laughs) Sebastian! (laughs) That would be, like, I don't even know the word for it. Surreal enough to be, I think you'd be okay with it at a point when there's about a day's left of oxygen. Yeah, be like this crab fucking is good at singing. <laughs> I love this guy. This is my main I man. Seen the movie. <laughs> then you'd start hallucinating mermaids. You'd watch it, and he's singing about Ocean Gate, and you're like, "This is the biggest Mandela effect I've ever seen." I could have sworn he was not talking about Ocean Gate the before next- the Titan disappeared. Over the next fifty years, there's slow edits of the lyrics. You're like, "Whoa." 
that wasn't the original. Disney's then, the one that could pull it off, too. And then you go to, like, the 1930 edition, you're like, fuck, he says it in this, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> they get the entire song just completely wiped from YouTube and the internet and everything like that, and then they put the movie into, like, the Disney vault, and <laughs> they, they release it again every ten years on some sort of anniversary, and it's just slightly different. But yeah, anyway, we're going to tie anchors to the beach balls. My idea was, yeah, you got the anchor thing. Yeah. My idea was, the because, uh, like, you'd need, my whole issue with this thought immediately was, like, well, you'd you'd lose the commentary of the expert, and then I, you know, then we've proven, like, oh, really? He, there's no way he really adds that much substance. But you could, instead of doing beach balls mm-hmm. thematically to the carrot festival, you could do other things. And I think it might- Why is it thematic to the carrot festival? You could do inflatable carrots. No, but why Why is the Titan carrots. submersible being thematic say, to the to carrot festival? What? C- carrots in the carrot festival. <laughs> right. So carrots, and instead of beach balls, you do inflatable carrots. No, I got that far, but why? <laughs> why Are they being, like, sponsored by the carrot festival? Well, or probably was- not anymore. What? <laughs> I just don't people, understand why, gonna they, go to the carrot why does the Titan Submersible care about the Carrot Festival? The Carrot Festival cares about them because they, <laughs> they want them to survive. Would that not be the, the biggest? The Carrot Festival is the first festival that we're going to do on the Titan. <laughs> Would that not be the biggest guest appearance at the Carrot Festival is Stockton Rush? Is the Titanic? They wanted them to bring up the Titanic and bring it to the festival. Yeah, you use inflatable carrots as ballast. <laughs> <laughs> and you get it up there. Would it, would it be worth it? Everybody's like, it's a graveyard. You're disrespectful. Like, fuck them. They don't care. It. <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't care. It. Uh, that's the tagline for the carrot festivals. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, like, we don't care. Appeal, it. <laughs> appeal to the world to ballast up the Titanic. No, it's, it's, it says, we don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> apathy carrots. Apathy carrots. So, so you tie a bunch of apathy carrots to the sub, and yeah. then you tie a bunch of anchors to the bottom of the sub, and the anchors outweigh the lightness of the carrots, which is hard because the carrots are very light. And then you sink all the way down to the Titanic, and then as soon as there's a problem, the anchors are tied to the submersible via rope. And I ain't talking just any rope, I'm talking hemp. Okay, so it's really strong. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. strong, so it's really hard to cut. Hemp for victory, yeah. And then you cut it <laughs> if you're in trouble. You couldn't have just had a button inside the sub just release. <clears throat> no, it's tied via rope. You gotta do everything manually in case something fails. But if it's tied, how do you... <sighs> you go outside. <laughs> you Thank you. The, and you cut the rope. Okay, fair. No, obviously you you the ropes. The submersible against it's the tied Titanic. into the submersible, and the ropes are going inside. And there's like a long bunch of cords going up to the ceiling of the submersible where the rope is tied to. But then you have a hole after the rope gets pulled out in the submersible. Well, it doesn't matter because you're going up anyway. Oh, I bet it'll matter. Why? Because that they're... equalizes the pressure. The speed balances out the pressure of the ocean. I yeah, like that's it. That's correct. And then you go up, but you got to be really careful because you're going to fly up really fast. Yeah. And if you don't act right away, there's going to be a problem because these carrots are filled with helium. So you're going to f- fly away. And you're going to sound really funny. <laughs> yeah, because you're inhaling you're the gonna- carrots. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you prevent from flying up. <laughs> 
That's always my greatest fear when people are at birthday parties or whatever. And That's they, your they, greatest they fear? They inhale the helium. I'm like, you're going to fly away. <laughs> if you're not careful, if you inhale too much of that, you're going to be gone and we're not going to be able to help you. Have, have we run out of helium yet? Do you remember that from a couple years ago? Uh, we have not run out of Balloons helium yet. Balloons are almost extinct. And then it's like, what? Why? Because there's just a helium pocket and then once it's gone, it's gone. Pocket of what? Helium. I have... Did you not hear when I said that? How does it... Helium pocket. <laughs> Yum. How does it work? Yum is not at the end of that. <laughs> well, it is now. How does it work? Where do they find it? Where does it come from? Okay. Is there a big, big birthday balloon? <laughs> in the center of the earth? Yeah, they grab it. They grab it from there's, the big birthday balloon in the, the sky. The source balloon that they take it from. And they're like, guys, the balloon's almost empty. <laughs> We're slowly draining it. The problem is one person ac- accidentally punctured it once. Oh, and no. for 12 hours while they were trying to fix it, there was just a bunch of helium leaking out of it. So that That's really, bad. that like halved our helium supply. I think one of the things is that the magnets and MRI machines are cooled with helium. Yeah. Which is like, just use ice. Just blow on them. <laughs> you just put a fan in them. Yeah. I, problem solved. Because you need, I think helium for birthday parties is more important than helium for MRI magnets. Yeah, because let's be honest. Do you want to be like, oh, I'm not going to burn. I can see your your brain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What sounds like a better time? <laughs> yeah. well, let me just look at your brain really quick. Is that you gonna have fun doing that, or is it gonna be like, "Hi, everybody! I wanted to let you know that I wanted to go to the." Sorry, let me. <laughs> I wanted to let you know that I wanted to go to the end of the birthday party and eat some cakes so that I could get the can. So that I could blow out the candles and make sure I don't have any girlfriends when I blow out the candles and make sure not to tell your wishes. <laughs> if you inhale helium and then blow out the candles, doesn't it just light on fire? It's gotta be a flammable gas. Like most gas is. That would be really cool. That'd be hilarious. I want to see someone good- do that. Because you can inhale the helium without anyone noticing and then yeah. just kind of hold it in and blow it out. It just looks like you're blowing out it. Because I don't know if you know this, but helium is invisible. What does that mean? It means that... Mm, I don't know how to explain this in the key of E. <laughs> <laughs> it means that you can't see it. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was the thing that helps your teeth not look weird. No, that's invisible line. You think they could have meshed the words better with that? <laughs> <laughs> could have dropped a part of one of the words. Yeah. But you need the align part. Yeah, and you need the invisible part because you can't see it. So that's probably How why you, they did it that way. What happens way. if you lose them? If you lose your teeth? You're, you're the, 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 the invisible line. Yeah, that. Okay. Surely you're going to lose them because you can't see them. Well, that's why you're only supposed to use them once because everyone loses them. You you're supposed to be able to use them as many times as you want, but everyone loses them. That seems like a really lucrative invention. Yeah. They're also really expensive to make because they're invisible. <sighs> so they have to, they have to make like twice as many because they lose them in the factory. How do people know they exist? Because you can feel them. They're not invis- they're not invisible feel things you can feel but can't see like God. Yep, and uh, you have faith that your teeth are being aligned. Right, exactly. That makes sense. Things that you can feel but can't see: God's love, um, um balls, 
that are going in your backside. You can feel them, but you can't see them. That's um, true. I guess there's a lot of things. <laughs> you got like punched in the back of the neck. Yeah, uh, when someone Invisible. says something behind your back, you Ooh, can feel that, but yeah. you can't see it. And then you're told from a third party what they said. Yeah. Which I guess you don't see when people say things, but you you, you do feel them. Or the cold hard truth, something that you didn't want to hear, but you really needed to. Nobody ever likes, even though people don't like cold hard truths, nobody ever is really openly reciprocating a, soft, a warm uh, soft truth. A warm soft lie. Oh yeah. What is a warm soft lie? <laughs> I think you're a terrific person. Nobody, but then then that's probably said a lot. I bet there's more warm, soft lies that are said than cold, hard truths. I think, uh, well, a warm... Can't we just say they're truths? Why do we have to fucking romanticize everything? A warm, soft lie is even softer than that. It's something that, it's like, I like your shoes. Okay. And then, like and then something... you look over at the other person and you go, it's Was he a clown? It... <laughs> I love clowns. <laughs> you actually were just telling the truth the what whole is time. A clown? <laughs> I was just too nervous to ask if he was a clown. I might get into that wearing really oversized shoes for sport. What sport is that? Uh, who can be the best clown, TM? What? It's a show I'm pitching to True TV. Oh, okay. So how does that go? Uh, a bunch of people wear a bunch of big shoes, and the person that receives the most compliments in a 24-hour period is the best clown. That's not all that makes a clown. A clown is more than his shoes, as I always say. <laughs> <laughs> you do always say that, especially in context where it does not make any sense, but this is probably the first time you've said that where it's actually well, that's, that's understandable. The, that's the thing, though, is in this sense, it happens to be extremely literal, <laughs> but... In a lot of other senses, when I use it, it just it has a deeper meaning, you know. Of yeah, this wedding saying sucks. what like, you see isn't what you always get. Yeah, this wedding sucks. The cake's really bad, and you're like, well, a clown isn't just its shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's a perfect example yeah. of when I said it. If you're if you're judging a wedding solely off of the quality of the cake, I don't think you're really understanding what. Yeah, a wedding you're saying is. A, a clown is more than just its shoes, or like the wedding is more than just the cake. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta judge the clown by the nose and the makeup and the cool flower and the rest of their clothes and their clown laugh and have, their hair and in <laughs> their in their clown laugh <laughs> and what kind of brand they chain smoke on their break? Yep, if they're doing Camels or Newports, that's important. Yeah, Salem's. <laughs> Doctors recommend Salem, so then you know your clown's probably pretty smart. Because if you, if you, as soon as you see someone smoking a Marlboro, you're like, you have no thoughts of your own. You're not even a cowboy. <laughs> you're not even, you're, you're <laughs> and then he says, "Well, a cowboy's more more than like cigarettes. a clown boy. <laughs> <laughs> a cowboy's more than his cigarettes." <laughs> You don't even need the clown thing because you can just use that style of analogy for wherever you are. <laughs> it's just pretty easy to do. I like using it, but you always have to use it with something. In order to be a proper analogy, it has to not be a literal meaning of your current situation. So if you're talking so you about clowns, if you're talking about clowns, you say, well, a cowboy is not, it was more than his cigarettes. <laughs> but if you're talking yeah, about like cowboys, that. you can say a clown is more than his shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you've walked a mile in those shoes. You think anybody's ever 
there's somebody's definitely ran a marathon in clown shoes. You know, they do dumb things. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing of like, do you think people would run marathons if you couldn't tell anybody about it? But I think you get around that of like, maybe you can't tell anybody about it if you're just a normal person running a marathon. But if you wore clown shoes, fucking tell everybody. That guy's president. Yeah, or- We need more physical challenges for people if they want to be fucking president. I'm tired of fucking having somebody just talk. <laughs> no, you need to do something cool. Maybe we can run a marathon with clown shoes on our hands. <laughs> that, that, I almost think it'd be better because if you lose your balance forwards, I think there'd be that additional cushion of the clown shoe if it rolls up to where maybe you could keep it. Yeah, what if you- Are you running, though? If you run it- if you're doing a handstand, 26 fucking mod. There's no way. 26.2. My bad. 26.3 even. Really? If you fall forward you really, really far. If you have the end. A tenth of a mile? <laughs> you fall forward a tenth of a mile. 520 feet. Since you're dressed like a clown, you fall forward and then you comically like start rolling like yeah. a wheel. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Somebody he, stop him. If he was a cowboy, he'd be more than his cigarettes. <laughs> And then they, someone tries to jump in to stop you. Somebody then, stop him. That's, <laughs> that's what you think somebody's going to yell out when they see that happen. And the first reaction in. is somebody stop him. Somebody jumps in and tries to stop you. And then they get like sucked into the wheel and now it's a bigger wheel. Oh no. And yeah, because the guy goes, somebody stop him. He's rolling right towards that group of school children by the busy road. No. And it's a tenth of a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls. Which definitely is enough time for those kids to just cross the fucking road. It's busy. Unless the t- unless the teacher's like, hey kids, look at that ball of clown rolling towards us. This clown. And then of course there's a kid in the back that's like, I don't see it. What are you talking about? No, you know, you must understand the clown's rolling down this hill. And then it's down at the marathon ends of the top of the hill. Yeah. That's so stupid. And then one of the kids looks and sees the clown and is like, hey, teacher, I think maybe we should move. And the teacher goes, no, we have to wait here if we're going to cross the road. And they're like, look, there's a clown rolling down the hill. And the teacher goes, all right, I know it's nap time, but we don't got to get crazy. You don't have to fucking lie to the teacher. <laughs> she just snaps. So this clown's ro- <laughs> This is so stupid. They call it clown wheel because oh. it happens every <laughs> once in a while. It happens when a clown finishes after handstanding <laughs> a marathon. It's inevitable. <laughs> so this clown's rolling down this hill, and someone goes, "Somebody stop that clown!" <laughs> And then people try to jump in, and every time someone tries to jump in, they get sucked into the wheel, and the wheel gets bigger and starts rolling faster. And then right when the clown is getting near the bottom, the teacher goes, All right, kids, it's a, it's a, the, the white man is on the stoplight. Yeah, we can cross. One of the kids is spamming the button, and it's like, Walk, walk, <laughs> walk. Yeah, like, just wait, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, Walk. <laughs> And they're, like, are trying to hurry the teacher across the road. Two inches behind the teacher, the entire wheel collapses and everyone falls out. And the teacher never even realizes. Yeah, classic. She's the smart one. And then she goes after class 
and she's talking to some of the parents, and she's like, all right, your kids are being a little whack today. <laughs> Maybe you need to discipline well, them and uh, dull their imagination. About half the kids are hallucinating. They thought there was a clown wheel. You have to listen to me, because I'm a real Euro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This isn't a teacher. This is, we thought we brought our kids to school. This is just a Greek woman <laughs> dressed up as a Euro. But uh, I was going to mention it before when you were talking about celebrities. I was in Walgreens, yeah. which I appreciate, by the way, is every single Walgreens is, in fact, on a corner. Because they do claim okay, that. They do claim that. And it is, in fact, on a corner. Every single one. I've looked the last couple times I've seen a Walgreens. Every single one I've seen is definitely on a corner. Yeah. I've never, I don't know how they pulled that one, out. Not on a corner. Yeah. But I was in a Walgreens. And this guy, swear to God, highest man I've ever seen in my life. Like weed high or yes. tallest? Okay. No. <laughs> that would have said tallest, I, right? I never know. <laughs> he could have been on the ceiling. You don't know. But this guy's got the, you know, I don't know. There's different kinds of high. There's, you know, the going crazy and you're paranoid about everything. Mm-hmm. And there's like a schizophrenic paranoia high. Yeah, but then there's the he's he's just a cool black man who's just chilling. Out, yeah. and, uh, and he works there, and I'm like, I understand why you're high. Yeah, you are happy and healthy. <laughs> and I walk in. So this is this is gonna ha- this story is gonna happen over the course of multiple months. Okay. I walk in. Madman months? Yes. Nice. (laughs) I walk in and my hair is pretty long. My beard is pretty long. Yeah. And he goes, hey. And I was like, hey. (laughs) He's like, I like your beard. And I was like, thanks. And then I kind of like did my thing. And then I left. And that was the interaction. I was like, cool, that guy. I like to get compliments. Yeah. Anytime a guy receives a compliment, he'll he'll remember it for like 20 years. It never happens. (laughs) And then I walk in probably multiple weeks later. Mm-hmm. Hair is still really long. Beard is shorter. Yep. And this guy goes, this guy is still there. Because every awesome. time I go in that Walgreens, for some reason, he's there. Nice. And he's like, you look like that guy. I was like, what? Is he trying to say I look like Zach Galifianakis? Because that's what everyone ever has always said to me. Or that guy from Spy Kids 3. And he says, you look like that guy, Seth. Did you watch Family Guy? I said, I've seen it. Yeah, he goes, you you look like that guy. I was like, no one has ever told me I look like Seth MacFarlane before. I, th- I think he, do you think he means, um... And then I the walk in... from American Dad? Uh, What's-Her-Nuts' boyfriend? D- Jeff? Jeff, yeah. I'm thinking it's like, he doesn't mean Seth MacFarlane, well, he, but he's... I mean, he said Family Guy, but... Okay. And then he said Ted as well. The bear. Which is like, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you look like a teddy bear. But I was like, okay, I've never heard that one before. And please do not ever tell me I look like <laughs> Seth MacFarlane because I don't. <laughs> I don't want to. Seth, I don't even think Seth I've ever seen him with a beard. Facial hair. <laughs> he can't grow facial hair. Yeah. And I walk in a different time and he goes, Why are you in Walgreens so much? It's not a lot. Okay. Fair. This is, like I said, this is over the course of a long time. Okay. But, and this guy doesn't remember, I mean, any of these times. I'm like a brand new person. To nice. Him. And then he goes, you look like that guy, Seth. I was like, okay. He goes, that guy, uh, what's his name? Rogan. 
Seth Rogen. I was like, oh no! I was like, I guess so much worse. But I guess technically closer have, than Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, but you don't have curly Jewish hair. But yeah, hair. I don't look like him either. No. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea what's what is happening with this guy. I don't think Seth Rogen's ever had long hair. I don't think he can get long hair. I think it just gets more curly. Uh, oh, I, maybe. It still doesn't look like me. No. I've listened to this guy. You know, there's like a little bit of a line when I'm trying to check out. Mm-hmm. He just goes through the motions with everybody else. Yeah. He's not like making weird comments out of nowhere to everybody. He's just like, is this all you wanted? Yeah, okay. This is, you want this? I'll put this in the... You want a bag? Do you want to donate money to Walgreens Save a Child's Penis or something? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But he's just going through the motions, doing what he's supposed to do, and then I come up, he goes, you're the guy! <laughs> it's like, why is this guy so obsessed with me? He's trying, he's probably describing you to his friends, <laughs> so you gotta see this fucking guy. And he goes, he goes, oh man, I don't know what to tell you, you just look so cool. I'm like, thanks guys, like, I really like your sunglasses. There's no better hype man than a black man. <laughs> like, they're always so chill. And I've been in there a couple of times since, and every time. Of course, you're wearing time, sunglasses inside. Well, on my head. Uh huh. And I'm not putting them on my eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. But. Well, yeah, that's even worse. I have them on my eyes when I walk in, and he sees me when I walk the in. It's too bright. Because <laughs> I was just outside, right? <laughs> <laughs> the last couple of times I went in there, he just keeps throwing out, like, how cool I am. And yeah. I was like, I don't know you, man. Yeah. I'll take it, but, but I'd it's like so, to. It's really weird how obsessed you are with how cool I am. <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe this is why I go to Walgreens more because this guy thinks yeah. I'm cool. <laughs> you don't know, yeah, that you're non-existent up and down of self-esteem. <laughs> There's walk- some subconscious low that you don't realize, but it just propels. Yeah, you I don't. To I don't tell people this, but every once in a while, uh, you know, I'll just drive to town specifically to go get something from Walgreens. Mm-hmm. And then I'll walk in, and I'll, I'll kind of look, and he's not there, and I just turn around and go home. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> why, why even bother? Yeah, it's not even a real Walgreens if he's not here. <laughs> this Walgreens might be on the corner of healthy, but it ain't on the corner of happy. Yeah. I can say that Aim right into now. that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my weird experience of, I guess I'm Seth MacFarlane now. Walgreens is the only place where I've gone to the pharmacy and on the side of the like the drive through pharmacy. So it's closed due to staffing issues. It's like, like oh, what, you can just admit it. What if you what if you just needed a drug like today? Like you, it's super it, urgent. I guess you would just tell your hospital or wherever you and get they'd be it like, to, like go to a different Walgreens, go to a different pharmacy. Yeah, but that one, which is funny, because a couple of weeks before I saw that on the drive through, people at the pharmacy for some reason I was inside and at the pharmacy, the person there said, "Yeah, there's barely anybody working here," which mm-hmm. is weird because pharmacists make a lot of money. Yeah, but I. I don't know. I don't know how much the people that, like, the peons that aren't pharmacists that, like, just yeah. talk to I don't know how much they I make. I still think they make a decent amount. And there's almost always people in those positions. Right. So, I, I don't know. I guess it was probably just a culmination of every bad thing of people I did. That's the position and- you want to work in because the pharmacist is the one that does everything and then he's just like, put these in a bag. And they will like, just right. stand there, though. <laughs> I don't care how much money you're making. When you're trapped in a room... For eight hours, except for you get a lunch break, though, so that's kind of a big. My thing. job is actually being trapped in a room. Well, yeah, I get pro- that's I get paid no, but I get paid professionally to, to do tra- escape rooms by myself. That'd be fun, and it's always one of those escape rooms that your team gets split up into two and you get separated. Is that a thing? Yeah, 
It's, it's like the harder escape rooms. You get your team gets separated <laughs> and then locked into two different rooms, and then you kind of have to figure out how to like. You can talk to each other, and then because there's like a like a window or something, right? Okay. Like a really small window up above, and so you can like yell through the wall, mm-hmm. and you need to communicate with each other because they have the clues to unlock your thing, and you oh. have the clues to unlock their thing. And then you got to meet back together. I do that by myself. Why do you think escape rooms are so popular now? Or why do you think that's taken off? I think it's it's just it, it, people like solving puzzles. Yeah, it's a good concept. Yeah. You don't think there's like a deeper meaning if people have such an unfulfilling... I don't think it's some fetish where someone's like, I just want to get locked into a room. No, I was going more of like most people today are very unfulfilled at what they do. Or like yeah. society as a whole. And like the escape room is a smaller scale example of escaping their reality. One thing I really like is that uh, people, apparently, every time I've done an escape room, I've done probably four. Okay. They're pretty expensive. Are they? Oh, that's stupid. Um, And the problem is you have to make sure you're going with enough people because it's this escape room needs to be done with six people. So they will just throw random people in there and oh, you're great. like, I don't really want to do that. That'd be fun though to do six random people. That'd I be, could see that. Yeah, yeah. That'd be even better. But you got to go in and be like, all right, we got No one knows each other. Yeah. Yeah, put put something on Reddit and be like, anyone want to just do an escape room? Maybe not Reddit. Maybe well, Craigslist Personals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's better. I get five homeless people and be like, let's well, you want to make a bunch of money. And they'd probably start smoking and peeing on things. And they'd be and then you'd have to pay for that. And then it's instead of escape and instead of a like a physical escape room, it's like escape the debt collectors from yeah. all the damages that the homeless people would cause. But most escape rooms, they give you a time limit. 40 minutes to an hour or something like that i just i I mean it's 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 i mean it depends on the escape room 40 minutes to like an hour and a half or whatever it'd be fun yeah to do a giant escape room it's just a warehouse yeah where you're just going room to room which is really just like they hide the keys (laughs) like the rafters but then they give you three hints that you can ask for at any time if you're like lifelines there we go you just there's Who wants like, to be a millionaire locked in, in a room? There's normally like TV sitting on the side and it's like, I want a hint and then they'll pop like a clue up based on where you it's are. bar trivia. The, it's yeah. escape room and bar yeah, trivia. it's just bar trivia. They're like, <laughs> who's the lead member of this band? You have to answer the trivia question to get the hint. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that there's time limits because I think you should fucking suck it up if you can't figure it out. That's the punishment for being dumb. Yeah, but if they you found also, the key, you would eat it. They also can need you do that? to get you out of the room. That way they can get <laughs> other people in so they can make money. Have you ever thought about eating the key? No. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be so funny. But almost every escape room we've ever done, we've finished every one with okay. a pretty decent time. And yeah. we use as little hints as possible because that's what you should do yeah right? so normally we'll get done and we'll use maximum one hint if we just absolutely can't who's max figure it out. imum one hint no, no you can't say that <laughs> and we get done and we kind of talk to the person afterwards and they're like yeah most people don't finish in time with three hints given and i'm like what <laughs> there was one time we went to this is when we went to nevada I think it's Nevada, but go on. And we... (laughs) What? (laughs) And we were like... You know, quick, quick thing. You know, the mountains to the left are the Rocky Mountains, if you're looking at the the U.S. The Nevada Mountains, yeah. What are the ones to the right called? The Nevada Mountains. No. (laughs) Like, what would you... How would you pronounce the the mountains on the fucking east coast of the U.S.? The Appalachians. It's Appalachia. Appalachia. People... 
that live there call it Appalachia. People that live there also call it Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) You really strained yourself saying Oregon. Some organ failure halfway through that pronunciation. I'm sorry, you live in Oregon, but we're gonna go down the Oregon Trail (laughs) to get there? Yeah, get out of here. (laughs) I've got dysentery enough to know it's Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) They do say Oregon. (laughs) So maybe you don't trust everything you hear, alright? I don't know how I say it. Now I'm self-conscious about it. I think I've said- People in Australia also say Melbourne. Instead of mm-hmm. Melbourne, it has, <laughs> Melbourne. An, it has an R in it. It's an O-U-R-N-E. It's not an I-N. <laughs> We're it's going on down to Melbourne. That's what uh. they say. <laughs> well, they're a bunch of dirty prisoners. <laughs> anyway, we did uh, an escape room in Las Vegas because we just were trying to pass some time. Yeah. and Could have done Lindsay, but you're like, let's try out this escape room. Right. Sir. More fun. <laughs> You could have Lindsay with. We did. Oh, <laughs> she was one of the six. We call, we called five party <laughs> <Five> girls. You do an escape room with five whores. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> That's the funniest thing. I hope somebody has done that. You know, honestly, I think they would prefer that to having sex with you. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be a change of pace. But yeah, we did it, and we got to like the final thing. And what's really funny is I have more or less watched some YouTube videos, not trying to seriously learn how to lockpick or anything like that. Yeah. But I've seen videos every once in a while of like how to get into basic locks, well, like the combination them, you could just locks slide and a card. Stuff. So we got to this one thing and there's there's a combination lock on the power grid and how you beat the it was like a prisoner themed escape room and how you beat it is you essentially pull the power switch off and then it like unlocks the door and you can go out okay yeah there's a combination lock with like three combo letters on it and you have to search around the room to try to figure out what the combination is Mm -hmm. and so there's like a hint it's like look inside this book or whatever there's like a book a, a shelf full of books and it's like this book is blah 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 and you're trying to figure out which book you're supposed to look inside for the combo and all that stuff yeah and while my my team is doing that i'm just over there like i got my ear up next to the combination lock and i'm like listening to the thing like click into place i don't know the combination i just pull the lock open after i get it so i just skip the entire last step i go in and it it wasn't you pull a switch it was you're supposed to take the wire cutters you found in a different room and Mm. like there's multiple colored wires and you have to cut the right one Okay. And if was, you can, are they failable then? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. If you cut the wrong one, you can't, whatever. You just did it wrong. Yeah. But then we had found a thing that said, like, cut the yellow wire or whatever. I found it just, like, <laughs> somewhere else I wasn't supposed to, like, a different lock that yeah. I had just opened. I just go through opening up the locks and skipping the escape and- room. And it's like, cut the yellow wire. And I was like, they're trying to figure out this whole thing. Because we don't know that the solution to the bookshelf thing is the combination. We just think it's going to bring us to the next step. Yeah. So we don't know the order that things are supposed to be done, so we don't know that this is the last thing. And I have the thing that says, cut the yellow wire. It's like, do I just cut the yellow wire? And then on the TV, it pops up because they have cameras and they're, like, watching you. It pops up and it's like, don't cut a wire until you know for sure which wire you're supposed to cut. I th- I th- think this one's supposed to tell me to do the yellow wire. Yeah, it, they wouldn't give you a fake hint. But this... This TV is telling me 
hey, you're not ready to cut the wire, right? So I like hesitate and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to cut the wire then and I'll let them figure out their thing. They figure out the the uh, bookshelf thing. They find a combination to a different lock. They open up. They're like, the lock on here is open. <laughs> they open up the drawer. There's nothing in there. And then the person on the TV is like, there's, it, it literally comes up. They're like breaking immersion out. They're like, there's supposed to be something in there that tells you what wire to cut. And I just look at the camera and I'm like, is it this? <laughs> they're like, yeah. I'm like, I've had this for 15 minutes. <laughs> so this is, I'm just supposed to cut the yellow wire, right? And then the, just on the TV goes, yes. <laughs> I cut it and then it opens and they're like, I don't know what that was. I was like, I just, I'm sorry. I just skipped the last 20 minutes of this room. <laughs> it's like an RPG game where you kill somebody and then immediately it's like, quest failed. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Oh, they were important. The beta tester didn't do this correctly. Yeah. Oops. But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's fun that you're going through escape rooms as I would assume you would. Yeah, it's, it's like you're in a video game and you got your sniper out and there's a target a hundred feet off. A hundred meters as video games like these. <laughs> we don't do Imperial. A tenth of a click. There's <laughs> a hundred meters out and you're scoped into it. And you, like, pull the trigger, and then your teammate, like, walks past the scope as you fire, and then dies, and it's like, game over. Or you shoot somebody at random right away, and it happened to be the person, and you're like, oh. (laughs) The thing's supposed to take, like, 20 minutes. It's like, go through the town and figure out who your target who your t- yeah, is and yeah. you're like okay i'm is gonna take out guy? i'm gonna take out this guard so i can sneak in and you kill him and it goes mission completed yeah. you're like, what huh. <laughs> wait what i definitely did that wrong this game sucks yeah <laughs> all i have so to do is easy. kill a guard it doesn't even give you the explanation either you're just like that's the end of the mission do you remember how much it cost for the escape room in las vegas i do don't i want to say it's like 20 dollars a person that's not bad it's not bad yeah but it's kind of expensive for what i mean i i'm i guess i'm thinking of it as like a group of six people you're paying 120 bucks yeah when you could be buying a really big steak whereas you're already paying 120 bucks for the whores yeah and now you have to pay for them to get in too? how much is Lindsay? it doesn't um i think it, it does, does say? yeah 50 special Okay, so it's three hundred dollars or two fifty to get five of them for a six person escape room, and then you. Or if you want to save money, you could get Cindy and Amy, and it's ninety nine dollars. That's barely that. <laughs> but then you're making one less call. That's fair. But if you want complete strangers, you probably don't get Cindy and Amy because they've they've made out with each other more than likely, and they probably know the other whores. That's fair. You got to go with, with multiple different cahoots. companies. They're probably really good at the escape rooms. Everybody thinks that they have sex with a bunch of people, but they're just can really you, can good you go at into the escape, escape room and say, "Hey, I know you have cameras and you're going to be looking in there, but can can you just not? Can we all do it naked? <laughs> can we do these? these girls will gladly do this escape yeah. room naked. <laughs> I'm going to be like that kid with his shirt on at the pool, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be wearing anything underneath the waist, but I will be wearing a white t-shirt yeah. that is sopping <laughs> wet. white t-shirt. <laughs> and it's from sweat, because I'm nervous. That's so funny. Don't worry, you won't be able to see You won't be able to see anything, because the, the because the t-shirt's wet, it's going to be, like, draping over my balls. That's so dumb. My balls don't droop very much, so the, the t-shirt doesn't actually have to be that it's a, long. It's a, it's a 5XL white t-shirt. <laughs> I wear it like a nightgown sometimes. Oh, God. 
Oh, how long is this? Um, 12 inches. That's the Oh, episode. I thought you were holding something up. That's probably the treasury of American humor. Yeah, how long is this? <laughs> it's probably, no, two feet? Seven inches? An inch, a foot and a half? That is a foot and a half? There's like no a foot way. and a quarter. So like six, what is that, 16? You think that's 16 inches? Do we have a tape measure? We this do. This is a construction podcast. We do have a tape measure, actually. <laughs> Just right on hand. Sweet. Hi, Kale. This is a construction oh, pod. Not, it always has been. It's not even that long. It's like... Eight inches was my guess. Nine and a quarter. Yes! Good on you. I know sizings. I actually measured that before you came okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I figured you would go down this route. I knew... I planned out the podcast in my head. <laughs> I have it written down. At some point, he's going to ask how long something is. And I'm going to... Coax him into picking up the book. That's still the best $2 I've ever spent. We're going to run out of jokes. You think? I mean, there's about a billion stories we haven't read here. Yeah, but we don't want to read story. You know what? Read a story. I read the Screw f- it. first story in the book. No, I've already read that one. I've read the whole book. That's what I do when I go to bed. <laughs> I make sure to read 10 pages of that book. Here's the first story on page one. It puts me to sleep. Be it ever so humble... Colon, domestic affairs. That's the title of the story? Or is that the title of the book? I think it's Be It Ever So Humble. Be It Ever So Bumble when it's about a B. What does it mean when there's an N? What it, it says marriage, yeah. and then it says N dot. Ha! Like a subtext? Or a supertext? What is that? N- noun. I- it's, like a, it's written out like a dictionary. Oh, okay, got it. So you're going to read a definition. Marriage, the state or condition... And there's no author in this. Whatever. This is page one. Marriage. Noun. The state or condition of a community consisting of a master, a mistress, and two slaves. Making it all two. And then Ambrose Bierce. What? I mean... Give me that. <laughs> I already feel... You don't know how to read a dictionary. Apparently like not. Do. We're changing readers for those that are confused. This means we're changing... You didn't even read the whole thing. What the fuck? No, you said give me that too quickly. Oh, it's a quote. That's why. Okay. Because he has a quote from Ambrose, and it's to start off the story. So yeah, if you can't understand the quote, you're not going to understand the story, nerd. And I don't understand the quote. Marriage. Noun. (laughs) The state or condition of a community consisting of a master, a mistress, and two slaves making in all two. Get it? Oh. So, okay. <laughs> the slaves are kids. No, 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 no. Because oh. it says making in all two, as in there's two in a marriage. Okay? There's okay. a master yep. and a mistress yep. and two slaves. That's four. No, 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 no. As in the master and the mistress are also slaves. That's wrong? No, because the joke is there's a guy and then there's a girl and then they're both slaves because of the marriage. Not very funny. It's... <laughs> I don't hear laughter. It's it, it's the funniest thing in the book. That's why they put it first. <laughs> this is the strongest story they have. <laughs> this is the best opening that they could think of. This is of. the pilot story. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's written by Ambrose Beers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now you can read the rest. <laughs> now that we understand. Yeah, thank you. Most American wits and humorists. Oh, there's so many of them today. <laughs> Take a somewhat more... Ch- what, I want to know about the the wits and American humorists that don't. 
<laughs> yeah, the nine out of ten dentists. I want to hear the one out of ten. What does the one out of ten recommend? <laughs> really? He must have his reasons. <laughs> okay, so he's not. A, he's he's a homeless man who says he's a dentist. <laughs> he just lies about his profession. <laughs> Most American wits and humorists take a somewhat more cheerful view of marriage, but only somewhat. Apparently, marriage offers a challenge that almost all of us are eager. Next page. This is page two. Okay, all of us are eager. To take on. To beaver. All of us are eager to take on and that virtually none of us are completely successful with. In taking on. That's also, a lot of people are, have successful marriages. So that's, yeah, the people, anytime you go to a wedding and they're like, and everyone who's married, go onto the dance floor. Now leave if you yeah. haven't been married for ten <laughs> years. Now oh, burn yeah, down the- about that. <laughs> They shit test you if it's like. Oh, the 20 year, and then, like, most people are gone. Yeah, and then and there's like, old people that can't. 150 it. years, and then the people are like, still standing there, like, how long have you been married? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> get out of here. Wedding's over, we gotta get the news in <laughs> When here. did you, who officiated your wedge- wedding? George Eve? Washington? <laughs> His name's Adam. My name is... His Mi- rib. Muriel. Oh. <laughs> Muriel. Adam got a divorce, <laughs> and the ex officiated the wedding. That's so stupid. The gap between our original enthusiasm and our later acceptance is bridged by humor, mm-hmm. and that humor is based largely on one joke. Yams. <laughs> it says in parentheses, it's weird, you did read that. <laughs> In these pages, you'll meet a psychiatrist asking his male patient, and then in quotes, and did this feeling of insignificance come on suddenly or develop normally with marriage and parenthood? End quote. There it is, the great American marriage joke. Yeah. If the American married male ever came to be generally regarded as better than spineless, unreasonable, and foolish, most American humor about the institution would wither. Yep. But apparently we're willing to change this, we're unwilling to change this stereotype. I'm not willing. That's actually still true. This is the, the, the King of Queens story. Every this is like that's every male protagonist is that idiot. Yeah. So this this works. So somehow this book written in French. <laughs> you think it's written in French and you're translating <laughs> it? In 1972 is still topical, even with the cultural devastation. This of is why they put this first. That's that's fair. Yeah. This stands the test of time. And also the beers quote. <laughs> Yet. Of course, women's women's libbers shiver me libbers <laughs> claim that the stereotype is kept alive by men. Me? I'm a women's libber. Of course, huh. they're more sick. They're more than sexual objects. Yet it's hard not to cheer for male chauvinism when it can produce Ogden Nash's a little incompatibility as the spice of life, particularly if he has income and she is paddable. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the story. That's good. I liked that. The, I, I, we should have started from the beginning at the beginning. I I just want to joke. To we should just read it sequentially from now on. Even the ones we've already read. <laughs> just start from the beginning of the book. I'm thinking that's the easiest way to do this. I just want a different... I just want a joke. Okay. Oh, I'll here's, a, here's a sand-related dentist joke. Okay. Mother trying to persuade youngster to eat. Look, dear. Make believe it's sand. Dentistry. She said to the young dentist, oh, oh, I messed up. Yeah, maybe if you're going to read a sand dentist joke, you should have read the whole joke. Because <laughs> dentist was the last word. 
proud mother holding infant tells visitor he's eating solids now keys newspapers pencils sand dentists <laughs> he's eating dentists he's trying at least oh gross if you're sticking your nice. fingers in my mouth i'd try to eat you too <laughs> remember when dentists used to do that instead of like cleaning your teeth and helping you with cavities they would just rub your teeth with their hands their ungloved hands <laughs> they would they would just take their two fingers and start trying to shove it down your throat eat it <laughs> i want to see your gag reflex and you're like doctor no you're not dad Quit it, Dad. <laughs> you know I don't like this, but uh, but you're trying to say that. But what's coming out is because your mouth is stuck open. And the mom's really impressed. They're like, "Oh wow, the dentist is really good. I can't understand my kid at all." Wow, so, you you shut him up. <laughs> Thanks, husband. How to make a cake? The closing joke. Okay, this is, sounds more like a recipe um, a light, for disaster. It says, light oven, get out utensils and ingredients, remove blocks and toy autos from table, grease pan, crack nuts. What? <laughs> crack nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Measure two cups of flour, move Johnny's hand from the flour, wash flour off him, Remeasure flour. Pour flour, baking powder, and salt in sifter. Get dustpan and brush up pieces of bowl Johnny knocked on the floor. Get another bowl. Answer the doorbell. Return to kitchen. Remove Johnny's hand from bowl. Wash Johnny. Answer phone. Return. Remove one... We need to do something about Johnny. (laughs) Remove one quarter inch salt from grease pan. Look for Johnny. Grease another pan. Answer telephone. Return to kitchen and find Johnny. Remove his hands from bowl. Take up greased pan and find layer of nutshells in it. Head for Johnny, who flees, knocking bowl off table. I'm going to toss Johnny out the window, and I'm not even the one making the cake. <laughs> Wash kitchen floor, tables, walls, dishes. Call Baker. Lie down. That's how you make a cake. I swear to you, I don't even care. Johnny's going to live with a dentist. Soon. Johnny's eating soap for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally take hand soap and shove That's it down his mouth. That's what she was mouth. making. The crack nut sore is a, key, is a, 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 a homemaker's key word for soap. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. Let them eat soap. Remember that quote? What they don't tell you is this book's from 1972, and that's a story about Johnny Knoxville. That uh, would explain a lot. <laughs> Since he does knock things off the counter. Yeah. Such as the bowl. Yeah, they, that's what... His, Knoxville's not actually his last name. It's just that it's spelled K-N-O-C-K-S. Because he's knocking things over. And that's where he's And from. then everyone just thought he was from Tennessee. <laughs> And they're like, oh, you mean Nashville? And he's like, no, no different city. Don't make me relive the mom how to make a cake story. Different city, same status. Same status of city. I thought this was a yo-yo for a second. I was getting really excited. You mean the tape measure that I gave you? Yeah. (laughs) You can use it as a yo-yo. It's just not a very good one. Oh, Oh, it isn't a... Good yo-yo. That's what I said. But you could use it as a yo-yo. That is correct. This has been a production.